This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am telling you, I coined that term in 2005. Oh my God, you sound like a crazy person. I have audio evidence, the first ever known use to myself of the word snowpocalypse right on the Nibble Show 2005. You're seriously saying I'm that saying, you are the one that coined Snowpocalypse out of no everybody one, in the entire world. I'm saying I have never heard anyone else use it until after I used it. Greg, oh my God. Also coined Snowmageddon. Hashtag the Nebler Show. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. <gasps> Did you also invent the moon, Greg? Wherever and however you're <laughs> listening, it is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly appreciate it. We are live here from Portland, Oregon, where it is uh, much like the rest of the country and the world has been dealing with for years. Now it's lightly snowing. <laughs> it is it is a gentle dusting right now, There's but of course, dusting. in true Portland fashion, everyone's losing their shit. <laughs> this will shut down this city, I guarantee it. Uh, it is going to be madness out here, so if you are driving around in Portland, be careful. I know south of here, it's very, very snowy, Yes, and uh, there's already been some accidents and stuff like that. I don't know if it's going to get as bad as Atlanta was when they got like a quarter of an inch of snow, mm-hmm. but it will be... It's it Portland, be of course bad. it's going to be. <laughs> yes, um, and joining us here in just a little while, so yesterday, we talked about how we were able to go out to the Portland Auto Show, which, worst timing ever for this story. I know, right? Um, <laughs> where uh, Sarah and I were able to drive around fancy cars, courtesy of our friend Brad, who's yep. going to be joining us. And so Brad's going to come in. He's going to uh, you know, be talking about the Portland Auto Show. He's also going to be giving you tips. Like, for example, when it, the, there was a light dusting last time and Greg was hit by another yes. car. Yes. He's giving me tips on like uh, what to do if you are in an accident or like how to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. That's to, good. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that is good to know. That is why I'm not driving today. I'm using mass transit uh, for pretty much this entire day. If you hear a hum in the background, it's because there is a heater going we in We have this our heater room, going. And uh, it is coming through on the microphone. Because we have to be ready so. for snowpocalypse. Okay. That you invented God damn Greg Seriously you're saying That you invented <laughs> that Greg yes. honestly so Let me tell you So this was before the show And Greg's like I was like Oh snowmageddon Snowpocalypse And Greg's like uh, Just very casually In the conversation uh, You know I invented that word right <laughs> Seriously Greg When I first used it And this was A law Like 2005 I think is when when I, when I first did this And I had a uh, Maybe it was 2004 Maybe it was even older than that but there was a, we had the big snowstorm, and I started using a thing, uh, you know, my snow team reporting thing, and snowpocalypse was the main thing, along with snowmageddon, those two terms. I had never heard anyone use those, and then after I used them, they were everywhere, so I can only assume that everyone stole from me. That's all I'm going to say. You okay? These are the rantings of like a crazy old man. Now all you need to do is like yell at the sky or something. <laughs> stand out in your front yard. Well, I'm just saying. I just uh, credit where credit is due. I'm not claiming to have invented the internet like Al Gore. That's what uh, Nipples in the chat is saying. I'm just saying snowpocalypse. Maybe a little. Uh, credit you know what? I'm going to coin. I'm coining something else. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say this because right now I believe this is what it is because it's kind of it's snowing, but it's also blowing around. It's kind of kicking up a little bit. I think right now it's a snowdio. 
A snowdio? It's a snowdio because it's snowing, but it's all kind of, it's like bucking around. It's not really, you know, coming down straight. It's kind of going hither and tither. So I'm saying right now we're in the middle of a snowdio. I don't like that term. Yeah. That term doesn't work. Mm-hmm. No, snowpocalypse. It's Snowdio. Snowpocalypse TM, back when I said TM, it. TM, that's mine. <laughs> Trademarking it right now. Snowdio. All right. It's true because that's what it is. It looks like it's just bucking around. Like there's all kinds of crazy snow. All right. Well, you did mention uh, being old. And I just, I'll briefly mention this. <laughs> Talk about feeling old today. So a couple of days ago, I um, was buckling my seatbelt in my car. <laughs> And I shifted slightly so that I could put the buckle in and somehow got this shooting pain through my upper shoulder from buckling. And Greg I have no idea how it happened. Man injury. It was I mean, it was seriously really it really sucked. And I have no I did nothing. Like I'm sitting. I was sitting buckling my seatbelt and somehow hurt myself. And then went from from that, you know, it, it took a while. About half a day And it worked itself out And I felt fine Today I decide You know what I gotta get back on the track Because we're running The Shamrock Run In a little over a month They're gonna be running 10 miles And I'm in nowhere oh near shape for it Oh my god Why so, did you bring that up right now That so is not cool dude I went to the gym To uh, to run And about A mile and a half in The same thing happened Just while I'm running Just all of a sudden This ah And I even yelled out When I was at the gym Just uh, not meaning to But I had my earplugs in And I was that guy at the gym That's just all of a sudden Ah for no oh reason God. To where like the trainers Are kind of looking over at me Seeing if I'm okay In other I, news You still go to the gym Yeah I can't I can't remember The last time I went to a gym That was like a That was a passing fad Yeah Well Perhaps the previous job We worked at Didn't cancel my gym membership yet So <laughs> I'm still using it <laughs> <laughs> I know That's that's some bullshit man Mine got canceled immediately And Greg's like Oh here Here's your consolation prize Kind of slipped through the cracks On that <laughs> one I think So I'm going to keep on using it Until they tell me I can't go in anymore But as of right now <laughs> My membership still works, so I'm I'm using it. Um, and then when you know the day when I go in and they say that your membership is canceled, I might throw a fit or something like that. And now I'll probably just walk out. All no, sad. you'll probably like, just be all oh, like, doo, doo, doo. okay, so, they caught me. So you really injured yourself by buckling your seatbelt. I injured myself by buckling. That is my the definite. And, and Greg is seriously injured. So uh, since we are, um, it's a weird podcast, old married couple. We did meet up at. Uh, so there's a bus that we can both take, and so we're both like, "Well, I'm not driving. I'm not driving either." Well, my car doesn't work, but that's a whole other story. So uh, so we met up at the at the Meyer of the Freds, and we went there and got some food and stuff. And Greg, I felt so bad for him. He was just so rickety. Walking through the, I'm like, are you all right, dude? And you're just like, uh, I think I did something to my back. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I feel so damn old. It sucks. It's like at least I, I'm gonna have to come up with like a cool story of what happened. You know, I wrestled somebody to the ground, or I stopped a robbery, or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I buckled my seat. You buckled your seatbelt, and then I re-injured it today running. So now it it seriously it's like shooting pain raising up my left arm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's your left I'm, arm. Isn't that like the stroke arm? Oh God, what do you mean? Isn't that like when you're that's like when you get all like strokey, isn't that like when your left side gets all like hangy? Well, it's not numb. Okay. No, that's when it's numb. No, okay. it's some kind of weird old man injury. I don't know. Ah, damn it, damn it. Yes, and apparently neither of us can both be healthy at the same time. Sarah had her sickness that she's been dealing with. Like, I the last did, week, and you and know what? Feeling better. Kicked it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so much better. I've got to say, like, and I feel bad too because I was telling Greg, like, right when I saw him, like, wow, I'm just feeling, 
feeling real good today. Yeah. You know, like a, like my, my cold is clearing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no longer having that weird eye thing going yeah. on. Like, things are okay. And then yeah. Greg's like, and I buckled my seatbelt wrong. <laughs> and I broke my back. <laughs> well, anyway, there we go. Maybe we can ask uh, Brad about proper ways to buckle your seatbelt and not injure yourself. There you go. Uh, That's ambitious. Speaking of which, we do want to remind everybody, too, that the Fun Employment Radio Network Party is coming up on February 22nd. Yes. The Hawthorne Theater, and you can get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. So go there, click on those. Of course, uh, many different things happening. Chronicles of the Nerds, Nerd Fight, uh, Geek in the City is going to do a uh, Name That Geek Tune. We are going to be doing a live show with the various things. We will go into the stand-up and, the, and the, everything else on that this time. But also on stage for the first time in five years where uh, Sarah and I came from Terrestrial mm. Radio, myself, Sarah, Mr. Rick Emerson and Mr. Tim Riley all on stage together. Yes, all in the same room together. Yeah. For the first time. First time all in the same room. In four and a half years. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it is going to be so much fun uh, all on stage. Tim's going to be doing new stuff. And, of course, Tim was on earlier this week. We do want to remind everybody, too, of his new business, Office Break Gifts. Officebreakgifts.com. And you can go to our website. There's a link right there. Or just go to his website where they have so many amazing pre-made gift gift boxes. Yeah, they have like a spa one. They have ones for Valentine's Day. I mean, it's a really like creative way instead of you know giving the same the same old thing every Valentine's Day. You can actually get something handmade handmade by a god on earth. Yes, by Mr. Tim Riley. By Mr. Tim Riley, mm-hmm. and you can get them shipped out to wherever you want. Or um, you can actually, if you are here in Portland, they have an office now where if you write in an order one, you can go there and pick it up from them, and you might even get to see Tim Riley himself. I mean, it's possible. Mm, it's true because you schedule you could, and you and he has to be there to you, for the yeah. drop off pickup. Yeah, you could get to see Mr. Tim Riley. Mm-hmm. So, uh, people are also asking about the listener party. Uh, if you know, because it's going to be Greg and I, and then Rick and Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> if Scotty J will be there, and someone asked if he was alive, I actually bumped into Scotty J. Like, so this is old time, old, old, old. So back Rick in, Emerson show, Tresco yeah. So show. This, uh, a- this was back in uh, when we were on AM nine seventy. So this was like seven years ago or something. So real quick, someone asked about Scotty J. He is alive. He does not age. He looks exactly the same, <laughs> and he's still doing his real estate stuff, and he's doing fine. It was very weird to see him. Oh, yeah, it was like something from a different life. I'm like, oh, hot. Scotty J, how are you today? <laughs> what are you doing here in human form? Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good, though. Yes. That's very good. Um, so let's see. What was it? Oh, yeah. Tim, Office Break Gifts. Yes. Office Break Gifts. Uh, so fantastic. So he's sponsoring our show as well. So Works in radio. He is sponsoring uh, <laughs> on a podcast. That's so. because you guys who listen to this show are awesome. Uh, also, people are asking if Scotty's still married. He is. Yes. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they, they also do massages now too. His uh, Tim's business partner is a uh, massage therapist. I may have to go there to uh, get this worked out on my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are you you're a little hunchy. Yeah. Damn it. You're a hunchback nibbler I'm a strong, right now. Strong virile man, Sarah. Mm-hmm. This is not going to affect me in any way. As it's being pointed out, it would be too much to have two healthy hosts. Nope. So, now Can't that I'm that. feeling better, you can take the sickness. Can't have that. <laughs> Uh, so, officebreakgifts.com. Yes. Go there. Greg's been having quite the morning. You're yeah. doing good there. See, you helped uh, You helped cheer me on yesterday, so I'm going to help you. You're doing doing good, champ. Oh, right. You're doing real good. Yay, me. Yay, Yay. you. Oh, gosh, you're no working your other job tonight, aren't you? I am indeed. <laughs> I am working my other job this evening, where I will be downtown until quite late into the night. So, if this city does shut down, I don't know what's going to happen. I oh, could the be city one of is people. already shutting down. They're already shutting down all the schools. I think all of the Portland schools at one were all let out. I would guess there is maybe a quarter of an inch mm-hmm. accumulation outside right now. 
Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. I could be wandering around downtown. I'm going to have to fend for myself. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to survive in the wilds. You have to pick up rats from the street and eat them for yeah, food. It's to possible. S- yeah. For yeah. sustenance. Yep. Basically, I'm going to be like that guy that they, uh, you know, that said he was out at sea for 13 months. Yeah, I don't know if I buy the... that. You don't Do buy you... that? Well, because he said he was out, out to sea for 16 months and but survived on like 13. turtle. 13 months. 13. See, and those are conflicting reports too, because I saw 13 and I saw 16. Okay. So uh, let's go with 13. And how he survived on like turtle blood and eating birds, but yet he showed up and he was like of average weight. Yeah, well, I guess he was a very big guy before. If you haven't seen this story, it's an El Salvador man who was living in Mexico, went missing in, I believe, like November of 2012, and then just turned back up now in, I think, the Marshall Islands. Yeah. And uh, he uh, said that he's been at sea this entire time. It was him and another, a younger kid who died within, like, the first couple of months. And then that kid died, but this guy survived and just floated out in the sea. Yeah, so I'm looking at this. Yeah, lost at sea. A 37-year-old fisherman from El Salvador was washed ashore in the Marshall Islands where he told authorities he survived a 13-month journey across most of the Pacific Ocean by eating raw turtles and drinking his own urine. Yeah. Yeah. So they haven't yeah, so they haven't pro- proven nor disproven that this is true. Yeah. Cuz I was going to do that for Walter Crazy but I'm like, I don't know. Well, because yes, everything is so truthful. See, right. uh the Bill Clinton and uh Yes. Elizabeth Hurley sure. toward affair. Yeah, it's always that truth Cracky in McGee your, was telling us in your about world yesterday. of crazy segment. Yes, of course. Well, we'll. Uh, I I don't know if I, if I do have to survive downtown, I may have to go. May have to go very primal mm-hmm. if I'm stuck down there, and you know, if it's after midnight, something like that. <laughs> People are asking if like, the shipwreck guy ate the kid. I don't know. No one's actually addressed that yet. Nobody that is has. something I was wondering too, because he talked about how the kid refused to eat or or something like that. wasn't wasn't going to eat any of the food, and he just died within like a couple of months. Okay, it says uh, his young Maybe companion less. was a teenager named Zygol was unable to survive because he could not handle the diet. He said every time the young man would take a bird to his mouth, he would throw up, so he couldn't stomach that. And after a while, uh, after four months, he died, and he said he threw him overboard. Yeah, he didn't right. say if he took some bites out Hell of him. Hell no, first. he didn't throw him overboard. <laughs> You're stuck out at sea. I'm sorry. I mean, I I can't say he what kind of mind kid. frame I would be in at that point. <clears throat> I'd probably eat you. I'm just going to be honest. I, I probably would. Are you talking to me? Well, if we were out at sea for four months. And then no I died, you would eat me? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I w- would wait until you passed away of natural causes. But then maybe after you did, um, maybe maybe some chum in the water or something. I get some other things over there. Oh, know. yeah, because see, then there'd be the blood, and then there would be, like, you know, the sharks would come and eat you. Good. I hope that the sharks would eat you if you decided to eat me after I died. Well, no. I mean, I don't think they would. No, because I would probably. I'm just saying. I'm just warning you right now. You're warning me what? To never go on a cruise with you anywhere? Well. Because if, some, if shit hits the fan, then you're going to eat my face? Well, no. I'm not going to do that right away. I mean, I would wait. I would certainly try to help you survive. But, you know, if you couldn't hand it, handle it, um, yeah. I could I totally know. eat a turtle if I had to. Um, Maybe. Yeah, would you be able to, though? Oh, I don't know. See, I, I think weird... I could survive just fine on that. No, what if, like, because you are the most picky eater that I know. No, not when it came to that, though. Because I got I a flip, I'd switch. And I'd be all primal, Greg. You've got a flip you've, you'd switch or yep. a switch you'd flip? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or there, there we go. A switch I'd flip. Yeah, there I go. And you'd become primal, Greg. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to, like, eat something out in the wild? Well, I haven't had to. I ate some hot dogs that fell on the ground no, one time. Oh, my God. You are so... Like, you just... You would not eat. You would be the first person to die. No, I would... I would... No, because I you just adapt. decide... No, you don't adapt. You are the least adaptive person I know. You would, like, look at something, and you'd be like, nope. Like, there'd be a squirrel to eat, and I'd be, like, cooking up a squirrel, and you'd be like, nope, don't want that. 
<laughs> Don't want that. You're like a little kid when it comes to eating. No, but not in those situations. That's just here in society. There's society, Greg. There's primal, Greg. Primal, Greg, would, would just be, it'd be a whole different animal. And I'm just saying, after midnight tonight, if I'm downtown, it could happen. Primal Greg could go into effect. Stop saying Primal Greg. Yeah. That's what he calls himself, too. If I, if I switch into that, it'll be a lot of third-person talking. Well, I'm really going into this. Now I'm actually thinking about it. Yeah, I, I could do that. The snow is... It is it is lightly... It's getting closer, Sarah. It looks like a, like someone's just taking a, a salt shaker and lightly... Stay healthy. Lightly that's, sprinkling That's all it. I'm saying. Stay healthy. All right. Should we do... <laughs> since I know uh, Brad's going to be in here in just a little bit, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Don't ever say Primal Greg. That needs to be the name of like your uh, like a rock album that primal you do. Primal Greg, shout! <laughs> Nipples in the chat says, "Look out, ladies! Primal Greg is coming for you tonight." <laughs> Don't Greg. do that that clicky thing. He winks a lot too. <laughs> of course, I'd have to wait until my. I hope I wouldn't have to buckle any seat. Yeah, you know what? You're the weakest of the pack right now. You can't really move. I actually had to, let's, a little behind the scenes, I had to help Greg take off his backpack. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're the weakest link right now. You really have nothing to offer, but, you know, just slowing everybody down. <laughs> I'm still fast. Nobody wants to, you gotta cut the dead weight. I just can't lift anything. <laughs> oh. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's a potpourri of balls. I'm going to get through a few different things here really quick. Uh, First up, the Seattle Seahawks held their parade in Seattle yesterday to celebrate the win at the Super Bowl. More than, it's estimated more than 700,000 people crowded downtown Seattle streets. I read that number and I didn't know if it was correct. 700,000? That's what the official estimate Well, I mean, is. I, I saw the... It looks like... It's a lot of people. A ridiculous amount of people, yeah. Yeah, so they had them... Uh, Going through the city, one of the things they had them on was one of those boat cars, you know, the the tourist things. Oh, yeah, which they, they look like they should go into the water, but they don't. No, they go into the water, too. They're, some of they're them do, car. some of them don't. If they're a boat car, they should go into the water. Greg, I'm not going to get into this with you, but it's I am going to get into this with you. Amphibious vehicle. But it's not. I know what those vehicles are because when my sister, when my parents, uh, and my boats. sister. Yes, duck boats. Yeah, when my parents and my sister went to Seattle when my sister had some friends visiting from New York, they did it, and... The boat did not go in the water, and they were very disappointed. Well, then they got ripped off. Yeah, they did get ripped off. Well, they're supposed to go in the water. Okay. Anyway, they were riding around in one of those. Marshawn Lynch on the front. Of course, he is a Skittles fan, throwing Skittles all over the crowd as he Aww. was as he was driving through. So they uh, they had themselves a pretty good pretty good party up there. Uh, there's also a brewery in Oklahoma that already started trolling Seahawks fans by posting a picture of a Photoshop shirt that said uh, Oklahoma City Seahawks. NFC <laughs> Champions 2015. I'm excited for Seattle. I think that's really cool that they no, get to experience like sports, te- you know, like an actual like fun sport thing. Absolutely. You know, at, well, it's just a city celebration. It's like the city did good. Everybody go out and have a good time. You know, it's 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 a cool thing. And everybody was actually pretty uh, pretty tame. It was just a whole bunch of strangers hanging out and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um and on top of that, uh, they did announce this, that there was uh, there were 565 teachers absent out of nearly 3,000 teachers total in the Seattle public schools that all called in sick during that day. Wow. Yeah. So they just all conveniently got sick. Well, I mean, there, there has to be something going around. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> uh, a total of 13,523 students out of 51,000 also did not show up for school that day for the celebration. You know what? That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, probably. Let them go celebrate it. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's an experience. That's an experience you should have. All right, uh, moving on to ball talk. We'll just go straight to this. 
The Olympics dun, dun, dun. Are officially starting I believe it is uh, Today Well they've already started Some test runs And uh, things along those lines So the Olympics Taking place in Sochi Now if you've been Following any of this Of course Sochi Seems to be a giant mess in Russia, there is uh, there are posts of all these different journalists talking about the hotel rooms being hotels like not even being completed. There's one story from CNN where they had booked eleven hotel rooms like months and months ago, mm-hmm. and they showed up and only one was actually finished. Oh, yes, so they don't right have that. anywhere else to go. And there's uh, all kinds of pictures that journalists have posted too of just like the disgusting water. There was a sign in one of the uh, one of the hotels that said, "Don't use water; dangerous for face." Like, apparently there's some kind of chemical in it that will damage your face if you use it. Oh, God. It's a mess. It is absolutely a mess. And uh, I've got a couple of things with that, because there's uh, one of the one of the people from... Um, uh, sorry, my computer la, la, la. is doing something. There it is. Okay. The uh, Russian Deputy Prime Minister, Dmitry Kozak, who I guess is in charge of the, of the Russian Olympics... Um, actually made a public statement about it, saying that he believes that it's journalists from the West who are making all this up to slander Russia. Oh, yes. They're all making it up. And here's how he said he believed they were making Don't it up. Don't slander the motherland. Yeah, here's what he said. In reference to people talking about their hotels being like flooded or pipes not working, things like that, this is his statement. We have surveillance video from the hotels that shows people turn on the shower, direct the nozzle at the wall, and then leave the room for the whole day. This was him countering journalists saying that the hotels are all fucked up. That's really He's weird. He's claiming we have surveillance video from the hotels that shows people turn on the shower, direct the nozzle at the wall, and then leave the room for the whole day. That's so interesting saying, deflection. No, they're making up, you know, all of these flooded walls, but the cameras we installed in the bathrooms, oh, they're showing. I didn't even think about that. This is what he's claiming. Oh. That's his statement. <clears throat> okay, that took me a second. I didn't I yeah. didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, if you think about that, surveillance video from the hotels that shows people turn on the shower, direct the nozzle at the wall, and then leave the room for the whole day. So this is, this is what... Uh, he was referencing, and then, of course, immediately <laughs> after that, one of his aides said, uh, just took him away, and they just wouldn't answer any more questions. They just walked off. So, Russia, winning already in just everything that they're doing right there. So, um, This is just shaping up to not be yeah, the best Olympics ever. Yeah. It's, you know, I've, I've always wanted to go to the Olympics, and I, I think that would be fun to go to something not there. like this. I don't know no. if I really want to go to this thing. Mm-mm. You know, as much as I would want to go travel to a strange place, you know, I've never been, someplace that you would probably never, ever, ever go again. I don't think I want to go to Sochi. No. I, no. It's just not sounding not sounding. That too, is not a desirable right destination. Yeah. Uh, moving on with that, with the Olympics, of course, starting up. Uh, Sean White, of course, formerly the Flying Tomato was his name. Mm-hmm. You know who he is. He's the snowboarder for the Yeah, year. of course I yeah. know who he is. He has his own gum, too. Oh, yeah, he's got gum. He's got mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And he does, like, Discover Card or something like that. He has... Well, he's cut all his hair off now. And he's, like, uh, he has, like, brown hair. But he is back to defend some of his uh, Olympic medals. However, after showing up within one hour, he already canceled one of his events, which was the uh, half... The slope-style competition, which I guess is an inaugural condi- uh, competition that's going to be taking place in there, where it's judged by... It's a judged competition okay. instead of like uh, you know you complete the course without messing up. And he said that the potential risk of injury is a bit too much for me to gamble my other Olympics goal Olympic goals on. 
So I guess he feels that the course is not safe, and he decided he's just dropping it. Hmm. He's just not going to compete in it. Good for him. So there we go. Sean White backing out of that. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Well, I know we, we... I should probably hurry up because I know... Yeah, I have a couple stories I'd like to get into, All right. too, Greg. Well, because of this, I do want to just play this. Uh, this is... Uh, th- there are two things I'm going to play. One, this is just to show that this is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is winning today. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the best I can. You're uh, doing great. You are doing an awesome job. All right. Everybody so give people a clap. I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking for that. So... This is actually what the when Sochi was pitching for the Olympics back in 2007, or when they were awarded it, they created an Olympic song, which of course I feel like I have to play a little part of it. Let me just say this video shows a whole bunch of dudes with mullets, awesome, and weird blonde girls. <laughs> and weird blonde girls, you mean not attractive? Because you like all blonde girls. Oh yeah, she's attractive. She also kind of scares me a little bit. Why are you, why why are you playing? I'm trying to give you some culture. Okay, so that was their that was their song in 2007. This is the official Olympic song now from Russia. Because this is the Russian Olympic song and you need to be cultured in this. Is this like 1990? No, this is the current this is the current song. And they have what looks like to be a, a gathering of Russian superstars. They're all a whole bunch of very old white men in suits that are all standing in front of a microphone singing and then some like hockey player looking dudes. Wow. I'll learn how to do this in karaoke. No, I'm not making any real promises. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, no. So I just heard from uh, Brad, the car guy, a little yeah. behind the scenes. He uh, just sent me a text message. He wrote, in the parking lot that used to be I-5 at oh. the barber exit. Oh, wow. Uh, is it okay if I get there when traffic allows? Oh, sh- that's going to take... Because I just saw Keelan posting in the chat that it took him... Uh, one hour to go three miles. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll we'll carry out the show as as long as we can, um, and then we'll just see when Brad can make it here. Yeah. It, it traffic is going to be screwed. That is seriously one thing about Portland. I mean, a tiny little bit of snow will shut this city down. For anybody else who's not in Portland, look at what happened to Atlanta. Not quite that bad. Scale that back just a little bit. Maybe maybe half of a Walking Dead scenario. Well, I mean, this is just getting started too. Oh yeah. And I'm going downtown. Seriously, I am going to have to go Primal Greg. I'll be living in the wild, Sarah. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Well, you stop calling yourself Primal Greg. I'll have to do whatever it takes. I'll have to survive. Stay, stay healthy. That's all I'm saying. I think 
we haven't had a snow day in so long. I don't even know what to do with it. Like, I kind of want to like play in the snow, but then I don't know what to do to actually, you know, be out in the snow. I guess just walk around in it, have drinks, and go sledding. Well, that's kind of what the best thing you do in a mm-hmm. snow day. Is, yeah, you go have drinks. Clearly, is that your computer or mine? No, that is the uh, heater that you wanted to turn on. It's the background that's going to be in the background. Well, I'm sorry, Greg. We're in the middle of the snowdio, and it is kind of cold in here. <laughs> I can't help it, Greg. You've got to have living, working conditions in here. What are you looking at? I'll consult at? the contract on that. I believe you're required to work in whatever the weather is. Yep, it's the snowdio, guys. It's the snowdio. Snowpocalypse. I'm just going to keep saying snowdio because it's annoying, and I think it's genius. Oh, we do have some whiskey here. Mm. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Hi, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. This is attention to you. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Out of San Antonio... We travel to the Alamo. Greg? Alamo? Now, this is something that I know I'm that you have admitted to doing before, but I want to let you know that there could be dire consequences for your actions. I've been to the Alamo. Well, I hope you didn't do this. Authorities in San Antonio, Texas, say a man who pleaded guilty to charges of urinating on the Alamo... Oh, that's bad. ...will pay... Over $4,000 and could serve jail time. Wait, why are you saying I did this? I did not pee on I'm the not Alamo. Saying, I'm saying you have peed on, like, on things, on historic buildings. Okay, that was in Rome, and I was drinking, and I didn't realize I was being on a historical building, and then I turned around, and there, there were police standing right there who were yelling out, Historia, Historia, go home, Historia. Yeah, they, yes, I peed on an old building one time in Rome. I'm lucky I didn't go to Rome. Well, you're lucky that you didn't get in trouble. So this is what happened to a young man who decided to urinate on the Alamo. So uh, County District Attorney Susan Reed announced that Daniel Athens, 23 years young of El Paso, pleaded guilty yesterday to a felony count, Greg, a felony count of criminal mischief of a public monument. That's what he got hit with. That's what you could have gotten hit with, Greg. Didn't uh, Ozzy Osbourne get banned from San Antonio for a decade for peeing on the Alamo? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That sounds like something you'd know, and I wouldn't. Uh, So, uh, Susan Reed's statement issued with the headline, Don't Whiz on the Alamo, (laughs) said that Athens' plea bargain states he'll pay $4,000 in restitution costs to repair the limestone facade of the 250-year-old Alamo. Uh, Don't pee on the Alamo. Don't pee on the Alamo. And he will face uh, no more than 18 months in a state jail when he is sentenced in April. So they don't know if he's going to get jail time, but he can't serve more than 18 months. So uh, authorities say that uh, the circumstances that led to this is that Daniel Athens ducked under a barrier chain in front of the Alamo to get close enough to pee on it on the evening of April 14th last year. He was tackled by a member of the Alamo Rangers and placed under arrest. And now he is paying out the ass for it. And maybe in it. (laughs) Oh, What? Texans take that Alamo pretty seriously. They do. I've been there. It's cool. It is. It's neat to walk through it. The thing is, the one picture they always show of it, it looks like it's just out in the middle of nowhere, out in the wilderness or something like that, or out on out on a ranch. 
it's directly in downtown. It's pretty much surrounded by skyscrapers. Like, it's, it's hard not to get a skyscraper in your shot. Mm-hmm. It's right in San Antonio. Yeah, I've never seen the... I, I don't, I've never been to Texas, actually. Oh. San Antonio is actually pretty cool. It's a pretty cool city. Sorry, I'm just going to write... Yeah, what are you, are you running to, to Brad right yeah, now? Yeah, because he's just like, should I just come in town? It's, it's just going to keep getting worse. Well, I mean, maybe have him touch base when he gets closer. Yeah. And we'll see... We'll see where he's at because I feel bad. I mean, like to have him on the show, but I know, yeah. But also, if he's he also needs to be safe. Yeah, he said the uh, they're estimating now on the roads uh, that he's at Barber, and they're saying they're estimating to the Burnside Bridge from where he is. It's over an hour. Wow. Yeah. God, you guys drive yeah, all carefully. Right. I know a lot of you are are not listening from the Portland area, but since we are based out of Portland, if you are in the Portland area, drive careful. Drive very careful because, like I said, I got hit that last time. I got rear-ended. Everything was fine. I mean, minus my truck, that wasn't fine. <laughs> that was not minus fine. Minus the insurance deal, that wasn't fine. But people were fine, and that was that was less snow than what's already on the ground. Yes. I mean, it was a tiny amount. People do not, generally, do not drive well here. Mm-mm. Not, not at all, even when it's bone dry outside. Yeah. People are pretty shitty drivers in yeah. Portland. All right. Well, from the Alamo to England we go. We go to Cinderford, England, Greg. To England. To Eng- Cinderford. That's a fun word to say. Are you going to say it in your English accent? Cinderford. Are you going to read the story in your English accent? Yes. Yes, I will. Prosecutors in Britain say a woman assaulted her husband by throwing toast at him and smearing butter on his face. God, the Brits Ooh. just don't even abuse Threw correctly. Toast at him. <laughs> this is this is what the giant domestic abuse <laughs> this case. Is domestic abuse this in like, Britain. This is like the country's news. Domestic abuse hits again. At a Cinderford, England, prosecutors in Britain say a woman assaulted her husband by throwing toast at him and then smearing butter on his face. What kind of a dude turns that in, too? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, <laughs> look, I, it sounds like your wife's not a very nice person. But seriously, you're going to turn her in for assault for throwing a piece of toast at you? I know, like that's uh, that's taking it like pretty far. Like, why don't uh, maybe just leave or something? Well, let me tell you a little bit more about the story. The argument between the couple began when Julie Evans, 45 years young, allegedly poured water over her husband James as he slept on the sofa because he was taking a nap yet again and she was frustrated. Well, that sucks. She allegedly asked him to help with the chores and was reportedly still upset the next morning. So uh, so she had w- tried to wake him up by throwing water on him and then they went to bed. So then what happens is the next morning she started an argument and threw her toast at him. He left and as he felt she was being petty, he left because as he felt she was being... Well, British people right word. He left as he felt she was being petty. But then she grabbed a handful of butter and smeared it all over his no! face. He then tried to rub some of the butter from his face back onto her face, and they ended up wrestling in the butter on the floor. See, that sounds like the start to like it sexy could have been time. sexy time, yeah. but instead, that's where you get in the fight, and then all of a sudden you just start making out and like passionate butter. Seriously, forty-five-year-old British adults got into a butter fight <laughs> and then called the cops. <laughs> Well, uh, his wife, Julie Evans, denied the assault and is scheduled to go on trial trial in July. Oh, I just sounded like a BBC reporter. Evans really? denied the assault. I got it. All right, right, listen to this. Evans denied the assault and is scheduled to go on trial in July. Evans denied the assault and is scheduled to go on trial in July. No, I think I got it way better. No. I think I got the, the denied. 
because that's what they denied. do. Denied. Evans denied the denied. assault. Denied the assault. Evans denied the assault and is scheduled <laughs> to go on trial in December. Or whenever. <laughs> no way, that's Australian there at the end. Oh, don't go that way. Every Australian accent I do is just the worm from Labyrinth. Yes, that's how all Australians <laughs> sound. I, I hope you know that. All Australians listening to the show right now. That's, that's how Sarah. Don't thinks go that sound. way. You should never go that Whenever way. Whenever you say anything to her, if you would have gone that way, you would have gone straight to the castle. In her head, she just hears you saying, "Don't go that way." <laughs> that dingo ate my baby. Next up, to Brazil we travel. A Brazilian man has gotten into a little bit of trouble after he was caught red-handed molesting a mannequin. Try to do a Brazilian accent. Oh, shut up. Uh, The expression, different strokes for different folks, (laughs) could aptly apply to the case of the Brazilian man who was reportedly caught on camera having sexual relations with a mannequin during an alleged burglary. So according to a newspaper in Brazil, a man identified only as Bruno was arrested this past weekend in connection to a January 27th break-in at a shopping center in... Jaragua? Jaragua? Jaragua, Brazil. While there is nothing too shocking about the man as... Was that right? I'm going to let you handle this one. All right, well, there's nothing too shocking about the crimes that the man is accused of committing, the alleged theft of discounted clothing. It is the man's behavior toward a mannequin caught on a store surveillance camera that has been raising eyebrows, both within Brazil and abroad. Now, Greg, let me tell you a little bit about this. The surveillance video, which has since been posted on the YouTubes, which you can find man molesting mannequin, shows a man... Which I Google all day long, waiting for something to show up. ...in a back hallway of a shopping center with a female mannequin. Now, it wasn't a fully constructed female mannequin, mind you. This mannequin was a headless double, double amputee. It was just... No, it was just... It was missing its head and its arms. Okay, the mannequin was a headless... Well, yeah, a human being can't be headless. Okay. Yes, it was well, the mannequin. A mannequin can't really be an amputee. Well, it was missing its arms. I mean, they were I, taken off of it. Yeah, all right. It's not, I don't think that was meant to be, like, mean. Well, he found it very attractive. And he... So he decided to... So the video shows him leaning the mannequin up against the wall. So it's basically like the top torso of a mannequin. Okay. Without any arms and a head. Okay. It showed him leaning the mannequin against the wall and <laughs> and kissing the plastic breasts while gently stroking the torso of the mannequin. <laughs> Somebody's really... Uh Really figured this out here Really took some notes yeah. While they were watching it So uh, the kissing And the breast fondling Lasts about 30 seconds Before the mannequin Is shoved aside And then he furiously Masturbated next to it <laughs> So this Was this on video? This was on the security camera Okay yeah <laughs> Oh somebody posted the video Don't play that video Or it's not safe for work anyway yeah, so you can't see it. It's a uh, uh, so as quickly uh, he was finished rather quickly, and the man can be seen zipping up his pants and walking off <laughs> into the distance. Yeah, it's kind of a victimless crime, really. Yes, as they say. Uh, Br- so Bruno was arrested when we went back into the store during normal shopping hours. Which why would you do that? <laughs> a store employee re- reportedly recognized Bruno as the mannequin's secret hallway lover. <laughs> so, uh, Bruno allegedly told police that he stole... So he went back to the store so he could return the stolen items for cash. So uh, he told police he allegedly stole the items so he could support his drug habit. Bruno has reportedly confessed 
to the theft, but when asked about the mannequin fondling, he said, and I quote, about that, I will not talk. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get it out of me, coppers. You'll never take me alive. That mannequin had it coming, he did. Mm-hmm. And finally, thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Three favorite words, Greg. Not a place. Words. A Florida man? A Florida man has been charged with arson. Set of Tampa, Florida. A Florida man has been charged with arson after he allegedly set his apartment building on fire because management recently asked him to, quote, stop masturbating in front of his open windows and front door. So he set it on fire? A Florida man has been charged with arson after he allegedly set his apartment building on fire because management asked him to stop masturbating in front of his open windows and his front door. Well, that'll show him. Did they chain, reverse their policy on that afterwards? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that, that... You got us, sir. There's like, all right, fair enough. You, <laughs> you fair win enough. this round. <laughs> you whack off in the window all you want. Um, and if you want to look up his mugshot, I'll just let it speak for itself. Uh, Kenneth Haskins is this young is this man's name. Kenneth Haskins, fifty eight years young, was arrested on a charge of first degree arson after setting fire to his apartment. Uh, arson investigators were able to track the blaze back to Kenneth Haskins' apartment in the complex and determined that he used flammable liquids to ignite it. So he set his own apartment on fire. Yes, uh, yes. So he <laughs> set his own apartment on That's, fire. That shows him, man. Yes, yeah, so crews put out the fire in about 20 minutes, and no one was injured. That's, uh, that's sticking it to the man right there. <laughs> I know. I can't masturbate in front of my window. Fuck you, I'm going to burn my apartment down. <laughs> I'll burn the building down. I was promised to steeply. There you have it. Then that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy! All right, well, why don't we uh, take a break on this snowdio day? Okay. And figure and get get our bearings and figure out what we're uh, if Brad can come in or what's going okay, on. Okay, yeah, let's get him on the phone and figure it out. And um, we shall take a quick break and then uh, be back here in just a minute. I'm it's trying to find more. a snow song. It's snowing outside. It's snowing. It oh. sure is snowing. I found the best snow song ever. Oh, wait, not that one. It's this one. Is it Snowpocalypse? Oh, it's the best. By Greg. You Miller. are going to be so excited. It exactly encapsulates what's happening outside Snow right Snow Mageddon by Greg? Mm. Snowdio by Sarah? No. Mm-hmm. Snowdio doesn't count. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back. Oh, here we are. And yes, indeed. All right, so <laughs> if you've been listening to the show live, uh, here's what's going to happen. Brad, the car guy, because of the roads and the weather here in Portland, um, going to be coming on the show tomorrow. He has moved about a grand total of 20 feet since the last yeah. time we talked to him. So yeah, so he's not going anywhere fast. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, we will wait and have him, uh, have him come on tomorrow, I think, is when he's going to be able to stop mm-hmm. by. So that will be awesome. Drive safely. Yes, there. please do. I'm looking at all these, like... Like news reports and stuff of things going on, and yeah, it's crazy out there. It is crazy. Yeah, be careful. We're safe here in our studio. Right mm-hmm. now. Um, so coming up here in just a little bit because we didn't do it last week, and because we're going to have him on tomorrow, 
We'll be doing a little bit of science facts. Oh, of course, boy. the segment where I put on my science hat and dispel some of the untruths that possibly you've learned in your schoolings. And yes, by teachers like that. that are actually educated to right. be able to teach you. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the, that, basically <laughs> that. They're, they're alternative theories. We'll uh-huh. put it out there. They're alternative theories to things. Uh, so that'll be coming up in a minute. And while uh, obviously very skilled at that, there is something that I am not skilled at. And this is what uh, actually I've been waiting to bring this up here on the show. So a couple of days ago, for those of you that go to our website every day at funemploymentradio.com, you noticed there was some issues. <laughs> we were having on. some technical difficulties. Our website was basically uh, not working correctly for, for about uh, 12 hours. And it was it was stressful. It wasn't anything on our end. It's through the service that we had already signed up with years mm-hmm. ago with Unemployment Radio. And their customer service is one of the most frustrating things in the entire world. That's atrocious. It is atrocious. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I've talked about this before, how you know a lot of times tech customer service is very frustrating. Very frustrating. We even had, uh, you know, the author of the Compassionate Geek on mm-hmm. talking about that book about how to work with people and solve problems. And that is why one of our new sponsors. Another reason that I haven't had a chance to talk about it, why they're so fantastic, and that's Squarespace. So Squarespace hosts websites, and that's where Sarah and I's individual pages are on GregNibbler.com, SarahXDillon.com. Absolutely. And they take all of that hard work away, so that it, they've done it all for you. Mm-hmm. You just get to play, paint a pretty picture. It's not like on your website yeah. that works. That's pretty much what they. It's let not you like do. pulling teeth. It's no. not like you don't have to beg somebody. Like, but the, like the situation we had to go through, we had to beg someone to help you. No, <laughs> it's like all right, what can we do? Here that's, we go. Yeah, seriously, they, it is so fantastic. I mean, they have everything, all the designs set up for you. You can customize it however you want. And one of the key things is they have customer service 24-7 and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pleasant to deal with. Like, because I actually had a question because I was I was working on my site and I wanted to know how to import this thing because I'm not a web designer. You and are not. Even though they have it very simply there. And they were nice enough, even with my ridiculous question, they're like, oh, no problem at all. Here, let me explain how to do this. Here's how it works. Can we help you with, that, with anything else? They were fantastic. Well, when you've had like really bad customer service, it, it makes a huge difference when someone actually helps you and doesn't make right. you feel like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They didn't make me feel feel ridiculous for asking a ridiculous question. So, uh, Squarespace, you know, one of our sponsors, they are so, so great to work with. And I highly encourage anyone, if you don't have a website right now, or if you are tired of how your website works, or you want to start up a website, especially, I've talked about this before, restaurants, restaurants, you need to get a website, mm-hmm. wherever your restaurant is, even if it's just a, a cart. I'm helping my sister set up her own website on, great. on Squarespace. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Because she started with like a blogger page. She's like, this looks like garbage. I'm like, well, uh-huh. you can do this and it makes it look a and hell it, of a lot better. And you look so professional. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage everyone to go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use the offer code funemployment and you get 10% off on top of it. Mm-hmm. So you get an amazing looking website that you can customize however you want and you get 10% off. Awesome. By using the code funemployment. So Squarespace. Thank you for sponsoring Fun Employment Radio, and thank you, everyone, for going there and trying it out. All right. Is it time for a little bit of Dr. Science? I believe it is. Okay. All right. With my hurt shoulder, it's a little bit hard to get the science juice Yeah, flowing. Greg is not doing so well, so it's just behind the scenes. He is kind of in pain. I'm, I'm in pain. I'm powering through the pain. Sarah. He sneezed, and it looked like... Uh, I thought... Like, he's just, like, convulsed, <laughs> and I'm like, are you... Okay, what's going that on there? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, all right, but the science power is coming through me. Okay. All right, Sarah. I'm ready to answer. Oh, gross. Okay, here we go. First question. Dear Doctor Science. Yes. 
And Greg can barely do the yes. Doctor Science, why? Yes. Uh, why are all snowflakes unique? Why are all snowflakes unique? Well, that's a good question. That is something that we've certainly uh, heard perpetuated in science over and over about how if you were to take indiv- each individual snowflake under a microscope, you can see that each one is formed differently. No snowflake like the other one. Nothing ever looking exactly the same because everything that comes out of the sky is unique. Well, here, I am here to tell you wrong. Wrong? Well, let's say this. So there's hundreds and thousands of snowflakes falling down over the Portland metro area right now. Perhaps even in the thousands. And you see them all coming out there. What, what do they look like, Sarah? They're, they're little little white things falling out of the sky, aren't they? they That's really what they are. Yeah. Now, science has told you if you identify each one of these little snowflakes, you see, see a big field of them. Each one is unique and special in its own way. I'm here to tell you. No, in fact, perhaps you could find a little thing here, a little thing there that makes them stand out and makes them special. But each each cloud that produces that snowflake feels, well, my snowflakes, they're unique. They're the best snowflakes that have ever been created because my snowflakes are nice. And then the other cloud is saying, no, well, my snowflakes are nice. They're unique. They're special. Guess what? They all look the same to everyone else. To us looking over there, all those precious little snowflakes, mm-hmm. they look exactly the same. No snowflake is really different than any other one, no matter what the cloud says. And so, in fact, that one is wrong. There is no such thing as unique snowflakes. And we do have one more struggling Dr. Science. (laughs) (laughs) And this is from Suman. And Suman writes, Dear Dr. Science, while you are sick, you're missing your... Yes! Powering through the pain here, sir. Dr. Sense. Yes. Are, this, this is a two-part question. Are Bigfoot and abominable snowmen able to breed? And if so, what is their offspring called? Well, that is a good question. I mean, as we've... Well, we're soon to see proven by a $10 million Bigfoot bounty hunter. They should really be sponsoring this show. Um... They should sponsor Dr. Science is what they should do. $10 million Bigfoot bounty is obviously going to prove the existence of Sasquatch. Oh, All sure. people who still still are in denial. And that nutjob that's parading the rubber Sasquatch suit all around, like, Arizona. Well, yeah, that guy. I think that's starting today, actually. Yeah, he'll get $10 out of me. Um, many people have asked about this. Now, of course, the Sasquatch lives here in North America, primarily the Northwest. There's the skunk ape down south. They kind of live in the live in like a Arkansas around there. There's skunk apes. Big Bigfoot, another term for a Sasquatch. I think Greg almost fell asleep there for a second there. <laughs> skunk apes. Skunk apes. Lost Think's in skunk thought about skunk apes. I was just imagining the skunk apes. Of course, uh-huh. skunk apes running around there. <laughs> Terrible name, moniker to be saddled with. Well, the Sasquatch is uh, here in North America. Of course, the abominable soul man, or the Yeti, lives in Asia. And it's been asked, can these these two different uh, animals, if you will, or hairy people, as some people call them, mm-hmm. interbreed? And the answer is, yes, they can. Now, much like the grizzly bear and the polar bear has been proven to uh, be able to create hybrid offspring in the, in the wild, so too, henceforth, <laughs> can the Bigfoot and the Yeti. Now, what you get is a creature that uh, both likes the snow, not unlike the weather we're having right now. 
and a creature that likes forests. Not unlike where we live right now. So, in fact, I would venture to say that a an abominable snowman and Sasquatch hybrid would thrive in the Northwest, and I, for one, highly, highly recommend we uh, we we advocate for the interbreeding of the species. The interbreeding of the species here. What they would be called is something that I'd like to say right now, much like I coined uh, Snowbocalypse. I'm calling it right now the interbreeding between an abominable snowman and a Sasquatch. They would be called Squatchables. <laughs> Squatchables are a reality, and we all need to get used to it. There you go. A Squatchable sounds like a toy I had when I was a kid. By the way, coined right here, Squatchables. You heard it here first. There you go. There is a broken Dr. Science for you. (laughs) Squatchables sounds adorable. Man, maybe I shouldn't have said that on this show. Maybe I need to squat... Don't, Greg trade. is actually looking at the URL for Squatchables right now. <laughs> Keelan's asking if Squatchables eat Lunchables. <laughs> they would. Think of the think of the cross-marketing with that. Wow. All right. Well, there we go. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Um, seriously, if you are in the Portland area or anywhere where there is uh, some terrible weather going on, please drive carefully. Yes. Be very careful. Yeah. No matter how well it is. It is actually starting to come down out there as, I, as I'm looking at it. It, it is. And no matter how good of a driver you think you are, remember, there are a hundred other people who suck at driving that are out there mm-hmm. on the road around you. Because it's not necessarily going to be your fault. No, they don't, I mean. they don't care how good a driver you are <laughs> at mm-hmm. all. They, uh, they could still hit you. So just please be careful out there. We really we want everybody to be safe so that you can join us on February 22nd. Yes. At the network party. And for other reasons, too. Um, but most notably February 22nd, <laughs> right, Craig? <laughs> uh, tomorrow on the show, we will be joined by uh, Brad the Car Guy. Also, mm-hmm. we'll have another special guest, a comedian joining us, who will be popping here in the studio. Yep. And many other things. Still waiting to find out if Guys and Balls will be doing their show on the Fun Employment Radio Network tonight. No word yet with the inclement weather, whether they'll all be able to make it over here. But uh, stay tuned to our Twitter feed and we'll let you know. I shall be going to my house now. Well, I will stop by the wine store and I'm going to get some wine. <laughs> and then I'm going to... Stop by the wine store? I'm gonna stop, well, you the act wine. like it's a fancy store that you're going to go the wi- to. The wine store is probably Safeway. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the I'm, wine store? I'm going to the wine you, store. When you walk in, do you call it the wine store? Mm-hmm. Oh, just stop by the wine store. I'm just going to go by the wine store, and I'm going to... Pa- that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink wine and paint. Oh, wow. Shit just got real outside, Greg. Look at that. Oh, well, it is. That is pretty stormy. Yeah, is. All right, you guys. Everybody be safe. Yes, please again. Be safe. And uh, thank you, everyone, for being so fantastic and tuning into our show. We greatly appreciate it. And seriously, go there to squarespace.com slash funemployment. Mm. Use the offer code funemployment. You'll get 10% off. Go sign up for your free trial because you get two weeks free trial. And you get an extended trial, too. If you're yeah. like still not sure after two weeks, they'll be like, hey, you can try it out for a little bit longer. Yep, and no no credit card needed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then when you do decide to purchase it because it's awesome, use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT, get 10% off. So it is very, very cool. Awesome. All right, you guys are fantastic. Greg, Thank you, you did good. Thank you. Playing through the pain. Or something like that. I hope I don't go primal tonight. Yeah, no primal, Greg. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, thank you very much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.